Cross the Netflix stream. I'm Ward. I'm Eric. And I'm Rod. We are your resource for Netflix. Sometimes our episodes may include language that is considered inappropriate for children. That'll come from me. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook. Cross the Netflix stream. Contact us. Let us know what you think, what you've seen, and what we should see. Go to our website to see all of our older episodes and our written reviews. Cross the Netflix stream.com. Also watched Maximum Overdrive, Dead Presidents, The Apostle, and The Beguiled. Maximum Overdrive is Stephen King's directorial debut. The only movie he's ever directed. And there's a reason. And his comment <laughs> is, I love to direct again one day. This time I try it sober. <laughs> sober. You mean not coked up. This, this in the yeah. 80s is a strange sober. time. Uh, man, this movie, it's not a good movie. There's no, oh, no. There's only one thing you can say good about it, and that's that the soundtrack is really impressive because ACDC does the entire soundtrack. Right. <laughs> that's good. The rest of it, it's, it's a bad movie. But it's one of those movies that's so bad that it's kind of fun. And I cannot recommend it. Because if, if you're not sold on, ooh, a bad movie that's so good, it's it's so bad it's good. If that doesn't sell you, then don't watch this. But it's just, it's such a strange movie. And amazingly, as bad as this movie is, the ending made it even worse. I was kind of surprised that, oh, wow, we're going to take Nat Nosedive? Uh, I'm having I trouble. I saw it in the 80s. Uh, yeah, I saw it in the 80s. 18-wheelers want to kill people. Oh, right. gosh, yeah. That movie. Oh, so the is beginning so is this asteroid goes by Earth, and whatever supernatural properties this asteroid has... It causes machines to kill people. Okay, yeah, I, I can take that. B-movie, great. The ending then updates that and says, oh, it wasn't just an asteroid. There were aliens involved. This C makes movie. even less sense yeah, now. Yeah, C-movie. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not good, but... Uh, Emilio Estevez is in it. D-movie. <laughs> yes. I mean, it hits all the, all the cliches, impossible situations, characters that make no sense. And even like the logic of the movie... It depends on the situation. It's where the logic applies or not. But anyway, that's Maximum Overdrive, and that's all I got to say, because it is quite a trip. I watched Dead Presidents. This is a 1995 movie. You really pulled out some old ones here. <laughs> well, this is a movie. I mean, you look at the cover of that movie. I was like, ooh, man, what a heist movie. I can't wait to see that. That looks very interesting. What a terrible movie. I mean, Kiss on a heist? I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> and have you, has either of you guys seen it? I've seen it. No. So I was a little surprised because it's not a heist movie, which... Yeah, you know, I learned that about half an hour. I'm like, oh, this this isn't anything about what I thought. I thought it, I thought it did a nice job of kind of putting Lawrence Tate, which wow, whatever that guy. I guess he did Waterworld, and that was it. Uh, no, the <laughs> Postman, that was it. Well, I actually like the Postman, but that's a whole other story. So it does this interesting thing where it kind of puts him, you know, this this black man, Vietnam, all that. He comes back, he doesn't know what to do. I mean, we've seen this kind of story, but I liked how they framed. It. I thought they did a nice job, but I was expecting a heist movie. I mean, the cover was. A heist, not and it's called Dead guy. Presidents. Yes. And when they when they came when they were advertising this movie in the nineties, that's what they made it look like too. Like it was a big bank. That's robbery, what I remember. Yeah, bank robbery type of thing. That's that's what got people to go watch it. And then we all went and watched, and we're like, "What the <laughs> hell just happened here?" That's why I've been wanting to see this movie for the past twenty years <laughs> for that heist. Now, not enough to see it earlier than now, right? But uh, yeah, I don't know. And so you get you know, there's I like what they set up with him. It's just not the movie I anticipated. We have the heist, which was kind of hit or miss i mean right. for a movie i thought was a heist movie i was disappointed yeah and then it was like oh we gotta get we got this up in the next 10 minutes hurry up and get it all done I'm like <laughs> whoa, whoa we, we have like we should have another half hour to 45 minutes after the heist because there's a lot of stuff going on that they just like nope we're done so i it wasn't bad and the ending didn't help it in so uh, i don't know i mean i wouldn't say it's it's not bad but it's not bad. i say that. i wouldn't go that far right it's it, it was interesting. I could, have, I could have saved you two hours. <laughs> you, should, you should send me your pre-watch list so I can help you I out. still watch. I've been wanting to watch that movie for 20 years. Now, finally, <laughs> at one point, I just got like, all right, I'm watching it. I watched The Apostle with Robert Duvall. This is a movie that he wrote back in the 80s, and nobody would fund it. Right. So he paid for this out of pocket and made it. 
I thought it was a really neat movie. He uh he's a minister, his life's been out of control, his wife cheats on him, you know, he's involved in a crime. He flees, goes to Louisiana, comes up with the name Apostle EF, and starts a church. And so the interesting thing I like about this is that the question is, okay, is he starting this church to atone for the sins he's committed, the very grave sins he's committed, or is changing states and on the run rejuvenated his fervor for spirituality and God? And you never quite get that answer, and that's what I like about this. He's It's very shades of gray, and I mean, Robert Duvall, killer performance. Freaking Robert. Mm-hmm. I mean, but this this is... This is great even for Robert Duvall. Like, this is the best of Robert Duvall. He's, you know, the preacher, kind of the Southern type preacher. I mean, he just kills it. And I watched him thinking, this, this is not something he just made up out of thin air. Like, he knows somebody. I mean, this is based on somebody. It just, yeah. the nuance, everything about this, I thought this was really cool. I would definitely recommend it. It's like a character movie. Oh, for sure. Definitely yeah. characters. A fascinating character because this guy, you know, you say, oh, is he good or bad? Because all I want to distill our protagonist to whether they're good or they're bad. People aren't good or bad. They're shades of gray. They're a little bit of both. And this guy is definitely that. I would definitely recommend it. And you actually get this movie rental. There's a there's a movie rental store? Yeah, in Eden. Yeah, in Eden. That place is a lot of fun. They have VHS. <laughs> <laughs> but it is always hopping, and it's pretty big. And it's they've got a, lo- they got a lot of kids' oh, movies Oh, at the point free. right yeah. there. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of kids' movies for free. A lot of all the older I thought that was an dollar. adult video store. <laughs> <laughs> it would make more sense. It would. <laughs> the Apostle's great. I watched The Beguile. This is the 2017 version, not the 80s version with Clint Eastwood. Uh... I would recommend this. The ending is... You set it up. You've got this Union soldier. He's wounded. It's set in those times. It's in some weird time travel movie. So he ends up in the South, and this, this girl finds him. She is goes to an all-girls school. Most of the students have left due to the Civil War. Only women there. He's this Union soldier. We don't know if he deserted. He says he's injured, and he got left behind. We don't know. Like We don't really know what's the truth. Well, this handsome man, played by Colin Farrell, in this all-girls school... He gets a lot of curiosity. All the girls want to help make him well. They want to see him. He's a curiosity. A, being a union soldier. B, a guy and an all girls. And even the teachers. Even the teachers start dressing nice, starting to say, oh, how's this guy doing? I think his name's John. How's John doing? Do you, do you want me to take the tea to John? I can I can take care of him. You want me to change that bandage? <laughs> you know, they're all very interested. And John loves it. He is a kid in a candy store. And uh, <laughs> Who would be? <laughs> and for John, age ain't nothing or, but a number. Or maybe a man in a woman's school. <laughs> man in a woman's store. Exactly. <laughs> And so this takes a couple jumps because you've got, there's one headmistress played by Nicole Kidman, which she was terribly underutilized. It's just not really the move for her. I mean, somebody of her talent. Kirsten Dunst is the teacher. And so it jumps rather quickly to her telling the, him telling the teacher, oh, I love you. And she buys it hook, line, and sinker. And I'm thinking, I mean, maybe you're sorry for attention, but you can't see through that. He met you yesterday. That's a nice age rate. <laughs> Kirsten Dunst and Nicole Kidman. Can well, we then, throw, then all the students too. Can we put Helen Mirren in there and then maybe like. Emma Watson, because that would really fill us in for the age. <laughs> of just that would really. Would you volunteer to play the soldier? What's that? Would you volunteer to play the soldier? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> so some things happen, like towards the end. I mean, this the sexual tension is heavy. I mean, the movie does a great job of really depicting that. Like you're really thinking, what's his angle? I mean, obviously he's got an angle, but you don't know what the angle is. So some crazy things happen. I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> and you kind of think, okay, is, is this? Are we now seeing? Who he really is, or the events that have transpired, kind of catapulted into this frenzy state. I mean, he's pretty crazy off the rails. Uh, that's really all I can say without spoiling it. I, I thought it was pretty good. I just the ending was kind of like I wanted a little bit more. But uh, when it when the tension of this breaks, it breaks hard and it gets you, pretty wild. Are you full on your? Are are you completely up to date on all Colin Farrell movies now? I mean, there's a couple I'm missing. Oh, okay. a couple I gotta go back. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> yes, but I do. You know, this is based on a novel. This was originally a Clint Eastwood movie in the '80s, and I want to go right. back and see that one. Just kind of see. How did Clint Eastwood do it? Because yeah. I'd imagine it would be a much different. 
And this was Sofia Coppola, you which is surprising. Take your pants off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's probably how it went. Yeah, but I'd recommend Bugatti. I, mean, I thought it was pretty good. You guys watch anything? Anything you want to add to the list? I saw Thor Ragnarok. We reviewed that last week. Oh, yeah. But I want to hear your thoughts, Rod. I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I thought it was, it was really neat. Yeah, I liked that it was I something keep different. That it's really good. It was very good. It was. It's different. It wasn't. I'm you know, even here in your review, I didn't really. You know, we didn't really know what to expect. Um, the uh, my family was um, truly impressed when I knew who voiced Korg. Knew, knew, <laughs> didn't know, not only did I knew who voice. Vo- they kept saying before, before I kept telling who it was. They they couldn't understand me, you know, in a movie when you're whispering. <laughs> they got to the end. They said, "Who is that?" And I told them, "How do you know all this? It's just I, it's just stuff I know. <laughs> it's just dad knowledge. That's right. It's just ordinary dad knowledge. We all have that. <laughs> Sexy, right, baby? Yeah. <laughs> Go to our website, crossthenetflixstream.com. That is your portal to find us on social media, any of our written reviews, news, and previews. You can also email us directly, ward at crossthenetflixstream.com. Go to iTunes or your podcasting preferred player. Rate us. Review us. We'd appreciate it. We watch movies on Netflix. So you don't have to.